0: to the city church online this is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again please like subscribe remember to share and download this message come let us grow together in christ father we thank you for your word the scriptures are true they tell us that the entrance of your word brings light It is this light that gives understanding to the simple and therefore move us from simplicity into the wisdom of Christ and the wisdom that conquers all the wisdoms of this world, that which was not revealed to the prudent and the wise, but was reserved to those who will eat of the hidden manna. And so by your word, transform us and by your word, form us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Today I want to speak to you on the topic, the power, the power to rule over cities. The power to rule over cities. How many of us would like to have, to know and to have the power to rule over cities? Cities. Hallelujah. Not even just a city. Cities. You see, when Jesus left to go to heaven, uh, Joshua, I may need your help. Uh, When Jesus left to go to heaven, he only left a band of uh, Twelve people that he had given an assignment. Are we together? Hello? Hello? Those twelve had been joined by 500 who had seen him and proven that he had resurrected from the dead. And he told them to wait in Jerusalem until they are endured with power. In 10 days, the 500 that he had left in the upper room had dwindled down to 120 in 10 days. And so when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, there was only 120 people that got to experience this power received and brought by the Holy Spirit to launch out the church. And it was a small nucleus of people that received an endowment of power. And out of these 12 unknown, poor, ignorant, in fact, the people of those days looked... At them and said they were unlearned and ignorant, and yet, with that band of people, today in every country you go to, there is the church of Jesus Christ ruling and reigning in power and in glory out of that band of 120 you are a result glory be to God the gospel of Jesus Christ must take root in all nations and for all people and Jesus said that this gospel of the kingdom must be preached To all nations. And then the end will come. Hallelujah. And so we come to understand that the gospel of Jesus must rule and reign first in the hearts of men. And then, are you paying attention? Are you with me? It must reign first of all in the hearts and the lives of men. And then take over systems and structures of people and of governments and of, uh, of, 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 of systems that work in this world before our Christ must come. When Jesus came on the earth, he had a mission. He was not confused about that mission. He was very clear about why. He came. Why he came. And so today I want to draw our attention. To the mission of Jesus Christ. And our contribution to this mission. Because it is by our contribution. To this mission of Jesus Christ. That we get to gain the power to rule over cities. Let me say that again. Jesus came with a very specific mission. When we participate in that mission, that is when we are given the power to rule over cities. And so for any man or any woman that has been sent in place by God, Expectation is that you are going to participate in the mission of Christ for the world. So in Luke chapter 19, and Luke chapter 19, starting from verses 1, going all the way to verses 28, is where my assignment for you today is, or my assignment. Is for us. You see on that day. Jesus had entered. And passed through Jericho. And as he passed through Jericho. There was a man. We all know very well. As Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector. And he was very rich. But then Zacchaeus sought to see Jesus Christ. Because he could not see him. Because of his stature. He was short. And there were a lot of people. It was a big crowd that was passing by. So what, uh, what Zacchaeus did. Is he ran and climbed up a sycamore tree. To see Jesus. Because he knew that Jesus was going to pass by there. And so as he is up in the tree and Jesus comes to that same place. Jesus stops, looks up, sees Zacchaeus, and he says to him, Zacchaeus, ha- make case that is, hurry up and come down. Why? Because today I must, today I must, today I must stay at your house. The excitement that was on Zacchaeus was uh, riveting. Because the Bible tells us that he came down with haste. <laughs> Glory be to God. I can see him this time if he climbed. I think this time he just... And the moment he got home, he immediately went into the kitchen with all his uh, uh, house helps and his wife and all the children. He told everybody come, we are preparing a big meal. And he prepared a big meal for Jesus and his entire entourage. Re- remember, Zacchaeus was a rich man. And he made a rich man's dinner. Old, old, old Lynch, rich man's lunch for Jesus and his disciples. And, and he was very joyful. But 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 there were some people in Jesus' crowd that were not impressed. No. They began to murmur and to complain in their hearts. They began to complaining, to complain, saying he has gone to be a guest with the man who is a sinner. Can you imagine? They allowed her to sit in the front seat. She's a sinner. Jesus has gone to be a guest, to a man. Who is a sinner? And as I've always told you, they were being polite. In saying Zacchaeus was a sinner. They were just being polite. Because in those days, you were either a Pharisee, a good man, a sinner or a tax collector. And the sinner would look at the tax collector and say at least I'm not a tax collector. But Zacchaeus wasn't just a tax collector. He was the chief. And Jesus was eating in his house. The chief tax collector, chief of sinners, they began to complain, glory be to God, mashe de bra But then as they were complaining, verses 9 tells us, Jesus said to him, which is amazing because I would imagine that Jesus would be answering them, but Jesus doesn't answer them. He says to him, says to Zacchaeus, "Ha, today salvation has come to this house. Today salvation has come to this house because he also is the son of Abraham. You see." It is us men who are very quick at dismissing other men. Because we look at you, we weigh the things you have done. And by the way, we do not even weigh them according to the standards of God. We weigh them according to our standards. And then we determine which category you will fall in. But the thing about Jesus is that when he looks at all of us, we we have all sinned and we all fall short of the glory of God. Aye. And so, it is humbling when you begin to walk with Jesus because uh, recently I was listening to... uh, Uh, Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. And he was talking about how the longer he walks with Jesus, the more he has a relationship with Jesus. It's the more he realizes how sinful he is. And many times those of us who don't realize how sinful we are, it is usually because we are so blinded to our own sinfulness that we end up in self-righteousness, which is a form of idolatry and therefore very dangerous. Are we together? But Jesus comes and levels the entire ground and then he gives his mission in verses 10. He says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Whoever was lost, whoever is lost, whoever feels they are lost, you are the candidate of Christ his mercy, grace and love. You are the mission why he comes. To the sinner who is sitting in this room, you are the reason Jesus came. To seek and to save those who are lost. Now verses 11 is where I really wanted us to go. But the story of Zacchaeus is part of this, and so Jesus continues to teach because now, as they had these things, the Bible says, He spoke another parable. So you see, he's still at Zacchaeus's house, and he speaks another parable because he was near Jerusalem, and because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately, and so. Why is this important? He tells them a parable because he's near Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, he's going to the cross. Are we together? And what is going to happen at the cross? He's going to be killed. He's going to be buried. And he's going to resurrect. And the reason he's going to be killed is because of Zacchaeus' sins. That's why at this point, he can tell Zacchaeus, salvation has come to your house. Why? Because I'm going to Jerusalem and there I am going to be nailed to the cross because of your sins and I am going to be resurrected because of your justification. For all have sinned and all fall short of the glory of God being freely justified. Hey! And so because he's going to Jerusalem where the justification of the sinner is going to be happening, now he can eat with the sinner. Why? Because he came to seek and to save those that are lost. So he goes ahead because people are complaining and murmuring. Why is he still a friend of sinners? And by the way, uh, for, 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 for many of us have noticed certain things. You know, I used to complain to God because there are certain people... I just felt they didn't deserve certain things from God. Because their lives were a mess. They're like, when I would look at them, they are in terrible state. They, they are sinning. They, they are transgressing. They are in iniquity. And I felt like God should come out. You know, the Old Testament way. And so... I would be like Jonah. Because when Jonah preached. After he preached. He was very happy. Because he was declaring to them. Nineveh the judgment of God. Is coming on this city. And after he preached. He went and sat on a hill. To watch. How God is going to. Destroy. These sinful people. But Lord. And behold, as he watches, these guys, they fall to their knees. God just pricks their hearts and they fall to their knees and they cry out. And then God has mercy on them. He doesn't understand this. You no, know, so some, several times I've been like that, Jonah. I've, I've looked at certain people and I'm thinking, but God, you know what? This person, you, you, you need to cut off all their supply. Because in my estimation, if 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 things stopped happening in their lives, they would probably realize and run to God. But that's not what Jesus does. Because I would imagine that Zacchaeus in that tree, Jesus would say, Aha, Zacchaeus, calm down. Make his I'm coming to your house today. And Zacchaeus would be, "Ah, he's coming, he's coming. It's coming and then Jesus arrives at Zacchaeus' house and says to him now Zacchaeus, seriously, seriously you are Israelites why would you enslave your friends these are also people of God the children of God, didn't you know that it is written that you should never make a slave of a fellow Jew why would you get the whole of Rome and you make it, you make your riches by corruption Zacchaeus, why? I have come because I need you to straighten out your ways. What is it, my dear? Zacchaeus, you, just, you, are, you are a son of Abraham. Didn't you hear that? So today, before we have lunch, I know you are going to supply, but before we have lunch, this talk, we must have it properly. That's what I would have expected, but no. Just, let's have lunch. Let's hang out. And that is why, by the way, that's why, if you have any sinning person you know about, bring them to church. Let them, allow them to hang out with Jesus. I'm preaching good. And even you, and by that, that's why, you see, the devil is a liar. A lot of us, when you sin, what is the first thought that comes to your mind after you have really done it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, I, I'm, not going in the, I'm not going back there. No one, sometimes no one has even seen you, but you are like, but God sees. And you hide. Now, that hiding is very problematic. Because when you hide, then you have no help. But Jesus is a friend of sinners. That one. And he came to seek and to save those who are lost. Now, whether you want to agree to it or not, you were once lost. You were once a sinner. God had mercy on you and saved you and brought you into his company. Now, the Bible says, Jesus tells them a parable. Okay? And the parable is this. He says, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. So he called ten of his servants. Delivering them, deliver to them 10 minors and say to them, do business until I come. Okay? How many servants are those? How many minors? So, but the citizens hated him and sent a delegation after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. And so it was that when he returned, having received the kingdom, he then commanded these servants to whom he had given the money. How many? Yeah. To whom he had given the money to be called to him. That he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Hey. Then came the first one saying, Master, your miner has earned ten miners. How many many miners was he given? Hello? How many miners was he given? How many has he made now? Hallelujah. Then Jesus says to him, the master says to him, well done, good servant, because you have been faithful with very little. Aye! Because you've been faithful with a very little, Have authority over ten cities. The power to rule over cities. He says, I've given you one minor. You have made how many? Ten. I am giving you jurisdiction over ten cities. Glory be to God. And then the second one came, Master, your miner has earned five miners. Wow! Likewise, he said to him, You also have five cities, according to the number of miners you have gained by your trading. I will give you charge over the number of cities. That's exciting. Then another one came. How many are those now so far? Three. Then another one came saying, Master, here is your miner. I got it back. Which I kept put in a handkerchief. hallelujah because i feared you i knew because you are an australian i saw you you collect what you did not deposit and you reap what you did not sow and he said to him out of your mouth i will judge you you wicked you what you what you wicked you wicked now what makes this man wicked Did this man fornicate? What makes him Wicked? Did this man steal the miner? What makes him Wicked? Did this man uh, Did this man uh, Beat another person? Uh, did this man eat the money? No But what makes him wicked? He did nothing with it So that if you don't do Anything with the minor God Has given to you, you are wicked Now, I am just still reading. I haven't given you the interpretation. You will see. Let's go. He says, and he said, you knew that I am an Ostraman collecting what I did not deposit and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you, did you put my money in the bank that at my coming, I might have collected it with interest? And he said to those who stood by... Take the minor from him and give it to him who has ten minors. So there are others who are standing by. Remember how many minors were were we given? How many people were given minors? How many have we seen so far? So there are some standing by. But they said to him, Master, the other already has ten. He says, yeah, for I said to you that to everyone who has will be given. And from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. But bring here those enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them and slay them before me. When he had said this, he went ahead going up to Jerusalem. So, uh, first of all, in this story, I want you to know, only three people did something with the minor. And it's only two who pleased the master. The rest were those ones who hated him. They said, it can't reign over us, won't tell us what to do, we'll do just what we want. And the end of them was not nice. Now, let me tell you what all this means, and then we'll close. Praise the Lord. When Jesus is talking about minor, don't confuse it with the story of the talents first of all. This story has nothing really to do with money but Jesus knows that when you talk about money, people wake up. Praise the Lord. Remember he's coming, he's in in Zacchaeus' house. And he has just told Zacchaeus that I came to seek and to save that which was lost. So now in the story, we have 10 people that have been given a minor. In that story, the minor represents salvation. Do you understand? And salvation is a free gift given to us by Jesus Christ as he saves us from sin, hell and the grave. As he saves us from condemnation from guilt and from shame. The minor is the salvation that Jesus brings to us. Is that clear? And then Jesus tells us with this salvation that I have given you, I want you to go and do business. Hello? I want you to go and do what? And do business. What is the business? You are not trading in fish and mukene. Because mukene is also fish. Okay, you're not dealing in fish and papyrus rugs. hello doing business the kingdom business is going out remember we are multiplying the minors you received one minor salvation your salvation so now you must multiply your salvation among others does it make sense now, I see some people have already lost interest. And I, I, I understand because there were 10. Only three tried. So it is very easy. And you know, even as he starts, he says, there are some who just, they just didn't want the king to be the ruler over them. There are people who just, they just want to run their life the way they want it. Hallelujah. I don't know why. I feel like there are some people who are feeling like I'm attacking them. I'm not attacking you. I'm just preaching. I'm just preaching. This is what the word is saying here. Praise the Lord. You received salvation. Now, whoever received salvation, we are three kinds of people. And I'm going to ask that maybe there's another fourth person there that Jesus recommended, but none did anything with that. But uh, three people, there is a someone who, when they received their salvation, they went out and they began doing business, kingdom business. Which kingdom business is bringing as many more into the kingdom? And so, Jesus is saying, I have given you salvation. I want you to go and do business with it, treading, treading with it, treading in salvation, treading in salvation what is the goods you have, the goods you have is salvation, treading multiplying salvations hey, am I shouting a lot eh? it is you going out there and winning more people to Jesus, bringing more people into salvation Listen, when you get to heaven, when we get to heaven, I am telling you, God is not going to ask you how many buildings you built in Uganda and America. I think that's clear. Uh, God is not going to ask you whether you got a doctorate, a master's, or you stopped in P7. Hey, it will not be an, it will be an issue. Ah, Who am I speaking to? God is not going to ask you How many jobs you did. Uh, No. Do you know what he's going to be interested in? He's going to be interested in souls. That's it. Souls. Souls. I gave you salvation. Did you multiply it? Hey, look at me. I am talking about you. Did you... Receive what Jesus gave you and did you give it to others? And I know that you are not too young to do this nor are you too old to do this. This is how I know it. Where I got born again when I was 14 and at 14 I began evangelizing until three quarters of my classmates gave their lives to Jesus. So buza abuza, you are not too young. My family is all born again because one of our sisters was eight years old when she gave her life to Jesus. Lillian, she's now a pastor of Kampala Community Church. She, one person led all of us to Jesus, including my mother. So don't tell me you are too young. Every one of us can lead men to Jesus. And that's what he wants for us. If If you've truly been born again, You must be treading in salvation. And you can't tell us that you are too old. Because right now, last year, my mother, who is going into her 70s, last year, my mother planted another church. Yes. Yes. And she's still doing missions and evangelism. Uh, My mother-in-law whenever you walk with her she doesn't pass someone without telling them about Jesus and she's in her 60s and above so don't tell me you are too old you can't Jesus is expecting that all of us are trading with the salvation he has given to us what are, are you multiplying it because when we reach in his presence, that's all we are going to present. And you who is sitting at the city church, you no longer have a reason you will give before God. Because several times I have stood before you here today and I have told you when you will stand before God, there will be a line and it is the people lining up behind you that you will be asked about nothing else. And so, are you doing business for the kingdom? And the one who had multiplied it ten times, he received ten cities. Which is why, listen, when you begin to multiply disciples, you'll begin to see that God will begin giving you influence over men. When you begin to win more souls, you will begin to see that more and more people believe in you. Governments will begin to believe in you. Uh, Places of work will begin to believe in you. Your, Your clan will begin to believe in you. God will give you rulership and authority wherever you are. Because you are a soul winner. You are a winner of souls. Now, there is this other man. For him, he decided, Ah, me, I'll just keep my... I'll just keep my coin. Now, that is the kind. So there are these seven who were also given... That coin, they did nothing with it, we don't see anything. In other words, you see, you know that salvation is available for all men, you know that. But not all men receive it. So there are people who reject salvation. That is the other seven we don't hear about. And those ones, they have their place in hell, that's it. Like there's no way around it, whether it is your mother and you love her so much. If she rejects salvation, Now, if you are not saved, you are unsaved. And if you are unsaved, you are unsafe. And if you are unsafe, you are in fire. That's it. There's no way around it. You may love your brother so much. And I'm telling you, by the way, if you have a brother or a sister, a mother or a father, who you are not doing everything that can be done to win them into the kingdom, you hate them with the utmost hatred. I'm telling you. Because you must do everything. So that men come into the kingdom. I'm telling you. Glory be to God. Now, let me also talk about. So those seven, they were given the opportunity. Like today, I'm going to give people an opportunity to give their lives to Jesus. And some will decide, yes. And there may be some who may refuse. I pray that you don't refuse it. But once you come in, then you must begin treading. You must begin telling others about Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, there's this guy. He got his salvation. One minor, And he says, Lord, I thank you. I am safe. I am going, no, I'm not going to hell. I'm just going to live my life. And that's it. Now, this dude, of course, he gets to heaven because he's before the master. You understand? And, but Jesus is wondering. What did you do with what I, I just, you know me, I I was always saved. I did nothing with it. I, I always, I I was there always on Sunday. Whenever they did it, they did the fast, I was there. I even belonged to an MC. Um, But that's it. That's it. You did nothing. 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 You just kept it in a handkerchief. When Jesus comes back, you are like, I'm born again, sir. I'm born again. He's like, okay, yeah, but what else? What else? Are you going to be that kind who is like, um, you know, people were not easy. I didn't even know where to start from. Glory be to God. No, 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 no. My dear, my dear, this is kingdom business. We must be trading. And then he said, at least you should have put it in the bank. At least you should have put it in the bank because then I would have, it's not the best, but I would have gotten some interest. You know, you know what that really means is there are people who, they really evangelize to no one. They, they don't do anything to, to win people to Christ. But they serve somehow. Get it? They, they, they serve. So they contribute to the people who are. Helping. Who are winning the souls. So in others they have some kind of investment. They are invested in it a bit. Uh, that one. Uh, Jesus said. Uh, at least you should have given to the people who are going to mission. And they go. Uh, okay, I can at least be, it's not the best, but what should we do? At least you should have played the, the instruments or, or did something. You are uh, uh, At least uh, uh, put something in the bank, put something in the bank, put something in the bank. So do something at least, at least, but for you to be born again and you're just sitting, that's putting a miner in a handkerchief and burying it in the ground you can't do that so I'm going to ask all of us to join the team that is going out to win souls and evangelize and bring men the kingdom. All of us. In fact, this coming Saturday, we are providing you the opportunity so that all of us go out and evangelize. At least if you have never done it before, this is your opportunity to now go and do it. Win someone to Jesus. Win someone to Jesus. So, this week, we are declaring this week, the minor week. Praise the Lord. We are multiplying minors. This week, whoever you sit with, whoever you walk with. One day, uh, I was still a, a young man in secondary. And for me, this thing was always burning. So... I was coming from Zambia going to to Gaba, I was just walking on foot, I couldn't afford the taxi so I was walking, okay you don't like that story let me go back to Saturday so I was walking and for me this thing was just in me so I saw a nice looking young lady and I said hello excuse me, it was about 7pm in the evening, when it's about getting a bit dark. So, for me, in my mind, it was evangelism. I have to tell people. I have to multiply my minor. So, I approached her. She was walking. I came to walk near her. Say, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm, 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 I, my name is Alex. Okay. Uh, I, I want to tell you something. Please, first, can, can, can I tell you something? It's like, No. I'm like, no, but I need to tell you something. I, and she was not interested. And then, as we continued walking, I was insisting. I'm like, listen, I want to tell you about Jesus. You, you have to give your life to Jesus. He, he's the savior of the world. He forgives men of their sins. He washes them of everything. And then she looked at me like, oh, that's what you were telling me. Praise the Lord. I said, what what did you think I was telling you? It's Jesus. And and we ended up standing there and talking about Jesus. And she began crying and then gave her life to Jesus. And to win them is not just to make them say, in Jesus' name, I've given. No, to win them is to say, okay, even on Sunday, I am coming with you to church. You get it? You are going to go on Sunday, the service you pray, you wake up early, you go and you say, you know how you gave your life to Jesus? Yeah. Let's go to church. Together. Praise the Lord. So, but on Saturday, Saturday is our big outreach day. Big minor day. Big minor day. Every missional community is going to go out in their neighborhoods, and you are going to evangelize door to door. Do business. Then we are also going to have a taxi invasion. Glory be to God. I think we should call it the taxi miner excavation. praise the Lord. So on Thursday, I want every or community to select two or four people that are going to do evangelism in a taxi. And you are going to collect enough money to pay for all the people in that taxi before you evangelize to them. Even me, I'm going to be in a taxi. On Saturday. Praise the Lord. We get in one of them and we just say, Conductor, we have paid for everyone in this taxi because we have a message to tell them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so here's an opportunity for those of you who are investors. putting it in the bank. Praise the Lord. So that we go. Now, then there are other people. You are not yet connected into a missional community. But you want to participate in this on Saturday. All of us on Saturday, we will meet here. We will meet here at exactly 9 a.m. in the morning those who are not yet in a missional community, you don't know where there is a missional community, you don't know, but you want to be part of the minor excavation experience. You, you may not be going in a taxi, you may be just going out as a group and as a team. Those who are going out in the taxis, we will also meet here at nine, we will have some little training, and then we will go out. Praise the Lord. But Saturday let us all go out and reach. For those of you in Yiganga, Pastor Simon and Lillian are there also, uh, they are going to be organizing you. Saturday is minor excavation day. Glory be to God. We are winning people for the kingdom. Hallelujah. Has this word blessed you? Stand up on your feet therefore. Everybody standing up on your feet. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ came to seek and to save those who are lost. If you are here and you're saying, yes, today, I would like to give my life to Jesus and be born again and be saved. I want to pray with you. Together, let's make the confession of faith with us. Say, Lord Jesus today I give you my life come in my heart make me alive again I receive the forgiveness of all my sins everything I have done I place it at your in your hands I receive new life and the gift of the Holy Spirit today I declare I am born again, today I declare I am a child of God, today I declare I belong to you and therefore I move forward always and backwards never, in Jesus' name, amen. This OJ sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 0706-332-572 or 0776-579-679.